Next time I'll try knitting. A recovering alcoholic's opinion about life, sobriety and stuff. Lights down, bums on seats, silence please, on with the show. Welcome to the second part of the series, exploring what the chat GPT neural network has to say about sobriety, the 12 steps and other methods of getting sober. By the way, a neural network in this context is just a fancy way of saying that it's a search engine that talks back. Last week I talked about the choices that we make to get into recovery from addiction. And this time I'm going to look at the flip side of the coin, how and why we hit rock bottom because we don't take the recovery option. So I started off by asking ChatGPT what it thought about the concept of a rock bottom. You know, the point where all of us hit the lowest point of our life and indeed our addiction. It had a fair amount to say about the subject. Rock bottom is the point where alcoholics are ready to seek help for their problem. While there's some anecdotal evidence that hitting a rock bottom can be a powerful motivator for change, there's little scientific evidence to support the idea. It's important to note that many seek help for their addiction before they reach crisis point, and research suggests that the earlier someone seeks help for their addiction, the better their chances for recovery. Well, that's an interesting statement in itself, isn't it? There's a suggestion that the sooner people acknowledge they have a problem, the easier it is to fix. I mean, I can drive my car for a while, and if there's a strange rattling going on, I can probably fix it quickly. But if I drive my car until it literally explodes in the middle of the road before I take action... And there's nothing left to fix, and most people would think I'm a little bit mad. But that's exactly what alcoholics and addicts like me do. We carry on till we literally explode, implode, or at the very least do something very bad to ourselves. So what's going on there? I asked ChatGPT for a potential answer, and this is what I got. Research has shown that chronic alcohol use can lead to alterations in brain chemistry and circuitry, which can increase tolerance, dependence, and addiction to alcohol. For example, the brain may adapt its reward system to make everything less pleasurable, leading to increased alcohol consumption to achieve the same level of pleasure. But that reduction in pleasure also goes for food, socialising and any other rewarding form of behaviour. Also, alcoholics may drink to avoid feelings of withdrawal or to alleviate negative emotions like anxiety or depression. Over time, this can lead to a pattern of increased alcohol use in order to avoid negative consequences, which can further reinforce the cycle of addiction. Well, that sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? We may end up rewiring our brains to get less receptive to normal stimuli. And we compensate by shoving even more booze or drugs into ourselves to the point where nothing, absolutely nothing, appears to be fun anymore. The booze and the drugs don't work. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Or to put it another way, we're exactly the kind of people who drive a car until it explodes before we accept we have a problem. And the Neural Network Service also added this. Long-term alcohol abuse can cause significant changes to the brain that make it more difficult for a person to quit drinking, with these changes affecting the decision-making, impulse control and emotion regulation centres of the brain. The sum total of these effects contribute to the development of alcohol dependence and addiction, making it difficult for an individual to control their drinking despite negative consequences. So it really doesn't take much to conclude that we alcoholics and addicts may be programming ourselves, just like a computer, to hit rock bottom by consuming too much of our drug of choice. I'll let you dwell on that thought, that we literally reprogram ourselves to hit rock bottom because we rewire our brains. It's a pretty frightening thought, isn't it? But, as always, there's a solution to this downward spiral. After all, anything we can program, we can deprogram, if we do it one day at a time. 
Meanwhile, I'll see you in the next episode where I'm going to take a look at the number one thing that keeps us out of recovery from addiction. Until then, see you next week and keep living one day at a time. Next time I'll try knitting by JJ Chan. Another episode will appear soon like a bus and mow you down when you're not looking. Bye.